This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dazinski. The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Sweet. Okay, hi. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and a relationship and sex specialist. And uh, we're coming live from PodcastDetroit.com studios. Welcome, everybody. It is Sunday evening. Hopefully, everybody's doing super. You can join us. Uh, This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Like I said, I want to give a huge shout-out to the Rack Show, who was on before me. Uh, Thank them for the plug. Make sure you check them out on Facebook, uh, YouTube, I think, all over the place. Again, that's... The Rack Show. So give them a shout-out. Awesome, awesome people. Um, They plug themselves as the geeks. (laughs) So give them a shout-out. Pretty cool people. So um, this is Sunday evening. We're coming from, like I said, Podcast Studio, Podcast Detroit Studios in Detroit. And we're going to talk about uh, spoiling your man. I did a thing on uh, Facebook. I think it was based on a post by a friend of mine. Or actually, I didn't make a post. Uh, Damaris Torres uh, from Philly. She also does what I do, uh, relationship counseling, sex therapy, and all um, the gamuts surrounding around that. So it was based on, you know, women forget about, you know, what's it take to spoil their man? It's always about the women, always about them. You know, the man is supposed to serve the woman. I'm all about equal rights. I'm all about equal sharing. But... How many times when women are, you know, sort of raised that the Cinderella story, right? Cinderella is supposed to be taken care of, prim, proper, supposed to, what, be spoiled. But we're going to flip this around. And what about women? Do you automatically forget your man and do you forget to spoil him? 
So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about also tips to help men um, maybe instead of take the passive role in a relationship. A lot of men, believe it or not, they don't like confrontation. They don't like arguments, so they'll shut down. They'll walk away from arguments, and then the ladies, right, they'll chase them, they'll nag them, yell, scream, whatever, thinking the guy doesn't want to talk to them. Wants to abandon them, doesn't love them, think we're stupid, doesn't want to listen to us. That's not the case. Most times, we will want to just shut down, get away, regroup, and then go from there. But we're going to get on men as well to take more of a passive role. And I need to give a shout-out to John um, Hoffman from... I can't even think of it. Oh, (laughs) Fusion Marketing, too. Um, I'm going to talk later on in the show about swingers. And what do you do if you are in a swinging relationship? I'm not talking the playground scenario. I'm talking about the, you know, swinging in the lifestyle, if you will. Um, We're going to throw some maybe curveballs at you regarding that. And is it good? Is it beneficial to be in a swinging relationship uh i don't advocate it nor um promote the swinging uh, aspect but i work with a lot of couples who are who are or have been in that situation in the lifestyle swingers and trying to get dynamics uh, associated with that so you can join me on live chat on the art of relationships own mobile device app i'd love to hear from you you can also join me in live chat on Spreaker's app and at Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg Dazinski. That's D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. You can also listen to the show live on PodcastDetroit.com, TuneIn, and SoundCloud as well. And you can call me live at 586-212-4196. Again, 586-212-4196 with any questions you got surrounding uh, your relationship or sexual challenges. Again, uh, join us on the live chat. Love to hear your questions no matter what the topic is, as always. You can shout out your question. You can shout out any comments you have whatsoever. Um, Like I said, I'd love to hear from you and answer your questions the show art of relationships radio show is for you is to help you out and that's what we're all about so talking about men and spoiling their man we all here like i mentioned at the beginning at the onset of the show you know the cinderella story snow white all those aspects to you know the women being spoiled being taken care of being um getting whatever they want, and we'll have to get uh, just tuned in on this topic later. Uh, a little bit later on, uh, she joins us uh, live from the Podcast Detroit studios as well, so I'm looking forward to her chiming in on this and her biased woman, man-hater opinion. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that as well. And the focus on the Facebook aspect was talking about, got asked, what... um. 
some comments were, I'm trying to think what the hell they were. I should have that pulled up. But they were, great. what What more do men want? They want food, sex, and a blowjob. What more, what more do men want <laughs> to be spoiled? Well, let's face it. Um, those three things, I agree. I love a good uh, blowjob. Um, I love sex. Food, you don't have to cook for me. That's okay. I can take care of that. I can uh, take care of that uh, as well for myself. So, yeah, that's not a big deal. So, but the sex, the blowjob, absolutely. Um, oh, welcome, Rhonda. You joined us uh, on the show. Welcome here. Uh, foot back rubs, cook them their favorite dinner. I agree. Now, would you, you spoil the man. A lot of them think, you know, that's all they want. You know, men, they just want sex, right? Not necessarily. Well, we do, but I think a lot of women want sex, too. And I know Rhonda joined us on chat, and she's all for sex, too. <laughs> and uh, hopefully Lisa will chime in a little bit later, too. And she has some great ideas about spoiling her man. The number one thing is you have to get on, hit on the nerve, what your man wants. Um, every man is different. <clears throat> you know, he might want... You know, this, he might want that. He might want, you know, like Rhonda mentioned on chat, you know, foot and back rubs, um, you know, cook their favorite food, whatever. They might want that, but you need to be specific. Um, I should say you should get specific information. How, what does a man want to be pampered, to be spoiled? To Number one thing, you know, we want to feel, we want to feel maybe the, taken care of emotionally as well it's not just like you ladies you want to be taken care of you want to feel love special important a man does too you know you don't want to undercut the man in your relationship and try to you know the old scenario woman wearing the pants in the family it's not about that it's about being equal partners it's not about having the man being above you or you being above the man you don't want to treat the man like you are his mother. That is a huge, huge turnoff. And I get that from a lot of couples in my office where the woman almost tries to treat them like they're, what do I hear? I hear this often. Greg, it's like I'm the third child. She talks to me like I'm the third kid, like I'm the, you know, there's two kids and her and a family. And, you know, the women, of course, smart ass comments and maybe sarcastic, well, quit acting like a kid. Um, gee. <laughs> So hit on, you know, if they want back rubs, if they want their foot rub, I'm all for this. <clears throat> and don't worry, ladies, I'm not going to jip you. We're going to do a show. Um, next show will be on, you know, spoiling your woman and what you need to feel good, important, and special. Not just like, you know, it's your job to clean. It's your job to do all this. And like I said, I'm all about sharing and everything else. You know, what does your man want? One of the biggest complaints I get from men are when they come home um, and I know you know a lot of, and I'm all for women working as people know and students of mine I'm all for women working I'm all for equality in that aspect but when they come home you know men come home or maybe um, they, Greg the dog's so excited to see me and I put this on Facebook and man the dog comes up all excited to see me and my wife, my girlfriend, she's like sitting on the couch, um, whatever, sitting on the couch on her phone, Facebook, whatever. I come home and it's like no big deal. Here are the dogs all excited to see me. 
Why isn't she excited to see me? Why doesn't she come up, give me a kiss, a hug? Um, show them you care. Show them you miss them. Um, miss them. Like I'm talking, I'm not a man. I am a man, and I love that. And in that situation, it's like we come home. It's like, boy, you didn't. Even, it's more important to be on your phone. It's more important. I, I get the kids and all this stuff. But you need to solidify your love for us. We love that. We want to feel important and not just a paycheck. We're not just there because we're the father of the kids. We're, you know, whatever, helping with the housework. And I'm all for guys doing that, you know, doing the manly stuff, the guy stuff too. And then you want us to do help with the housework and all that. And I'm all for that. However, you need to make us feel like you want us, like you desire us, that we are there not to serve a purpose in your life to make your life easier but because you're with us because you love us because you desire us you want us as a partner as sexual beings as lovers so what does it take for you to do that and what does it take for you to maybe symbolize that to your man on a daily and you know a daily basis i say we're gonna miss we all have bad days you know we all have bad days you know shit hits the fan and we're you know mass emergencies happen but what can you do to solidify making your man feel special that you're with us because you want to be with us not because you of the things we how can i say this we do for you we cut the grass we fix the cars we you know, take care of household chores, uh, home improvement projects. Um, we want to feel very appreciated. We want to feel loved. We want to be um, cherished. You know, one thing, too, is even, I mean, for me, I love it when, you know, a woman lays her head on her chest. It's so simple and caresses us that she likes to touch us. She likes to be close to us. Um a skin. I love that. You know, the skin to skin contact that she loves to be close and her head on my chest and all that. It's hot. It's nice. It's sort of soulful. It's not always about sex. Okay. Maybe sex might be second on the list, but <laughs> you need to look at the dynamics about what it is that you, you know, you how can I say this? I had a brain fart that you make us feel special. You make us feel wanted and desired. And uh, Rhonda on chat mentioned, you know, about the back rubs, the foot rub. I'm all about that aspect. You know, we all get tired. You get tired too. It, it's not all, the show is not all about, you know, the man. Well, it is about the man, of course, tonight. And I'm going to follow it up with, you know, spoiling your woman too. Uh, a lot of things, you know, men, the big another complaint I hear from women a lot too is men not making decisions. They're afraid to make decisions. It could be about dinner, it could be about whatever. A lot of times we get and I'm not using this as an excuse. I'm using it as a learning tool as far as, you know, maybe men, depending, you know, what their role is, what jobs, careers, whatever, that, you know, working all day and a lot of women work all day too we don't want to make any more decisions you know when we say we you know where would you like to eat we don't care <laughs> we don't care <laughs> you know it's a lot of times you know if we do care we're going to say it but you know what we don't care we just don't want to make any decisions now we're burnout we're fried we're fine 
Um, so don't take that, that we don't care about you. It's just we get fried. We get tired, just like you ladies do, too. So realize that. Help us out. It's not that we don't care. It's just maybe we're vegged out. We're emotionally and maybe mentally burn out at that day. And that's why, you know, God, we don't want to make any more decisions. And it's for me, personally speaking, you know, for me doing what I do, working with everybody's problems, um, you know, heartaches and relationship dynamics, trauma, grief, whatever. It's like, I just want to shut down and I don't want to make any decisions. And I have to be careful and cognizant of that myself to where, you know what, I got to pay attention to this aspect as well, where, you know, we just want to veg out. Everybody does. But realize that that's not a shot by your man that he doesn't care about you. It's just maybe he's mentally burnt. What other aspects, um, you know, I'm trying to think of sex, food, <laughs> blow jobs. Um, what about love notes? Another complaint about spoiling your man, you know, look decent for him once in a while. Not all the time. You don't have to, you know, dress the nines and like you're all freaking going out on freaking glamour or uh, um, Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue photo shoot all the time. Not at all. You, you know, look nice once in a while that you care enough about us, that you want to look sexy for us. You want to look good for us. And that is huge. You know, a lot of people might want to look good, dress a certain way for themselves. I'm all for that. But, you know, are you doing it for yourself? Once in a while, do it for your guy. Do it for your man to say, you know what, I want to make you feel special. I want to make you feel like I'm glad to be with you because I love you, because of maybe how you make me feel. And what you do and compliments are huge. A lot of men, we get in a situation where, you know, women want compliments. And I'm all, you know, absolutely promote that. I, I promote compliments, affirmations for both genders but women tend to slack on the compliments for men. And it's it's like, what happened? I mean, women are supposed to be the nurturance, right? They're supposed to be the ones that communicate better. They're supposed to be the ones um, make other people feel good, but yet their man feels like, damn. All I hear is a negative. I hear the shit I don't do. I hear the stuff that, um, you know, I get complained about stuff I don't do, stuff that pisses her off, whatever. Is there anything you like about me? And I hear this a lot from men that a lot of the compliments, you know, the good stuff about us that you love about us, that you enjoy, that you like, um, sort of gets neglected, gets ignored. And I don't want to get into a tit-for-tat situation. Yeah, if he compliments, no, I'm not getting into that. I'm getting into what, you know, men need to feel special. Do you make them feel sexy? Do you, boy, I love your ass. Do you, you know, I, I love your eyes. Whatever, you know, whatever it is um, to make us feel desired, wanted. Not like a boy, but like a man. And women, I know you're out there, oh, yeah, when men get sick, they all act like a big baby. No, we don't. We don't act like a little kid. Some, I agree. Some do, but not all of us. You have any suggestions jessica how do you make your man feel special or a man (laughs) (laughs) well um i don't know like you said back rubs stuff like that like if you know 
<clears throat> someone has, well, Chris has something that's wrong with him or he hurt his back or whatever, I'll rub it for him. I always offer to do that. Oh, cool. Um, you know, I don't really, I don't really cook, which is something I definitely need to start doing. You know what, a lot, general, that, so. a lot of women don't cook that much well, anymore, and I don't think that's bad. I know. Well, I mean, for me, there was a while there where I just should have been, you know, so. Why? Because um, it's a woman thing to no, do? No, just because he was really busy, and I really wasn't at that time. So I felt like, okay, well, I should have been picking up, you know, slack, I guess. It's just relationships are supposed to be 50-50. So I wasn't really doing my half of it. And then I was like, all right, well, that's not really cool. I wouldn't appreciate it if situations were reversed. <clears throat> so I guess it's also, you know, respecting the other person. Like, what would Ooh. you want them to do for you you know what I'm awesome saying? if you were busy would you want that person to pick up the slack or you know and compliments are huge as well like you had said you know i'm always telling him that you know he looks good and he's got a great ass or whatever you know gorgeous eyes. we're not talking about me now are we <laughs> <laughs> i love no. your modesty <laughs> i love my modesty right yeah my modesty my uh humbleness my uh no <laughs> Oops, no. No, you were funny. But, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's definitely a two-way street. Women always want to hear, you know, and to me, like, it doesn't matter if, you know, I'm out somewhere and, yes, it's flattering for, you know, people to look at you and notice you or hit on you, but that's not really that flattering to me. What's flattering to me is when, you know, my partner recognizes that. Because that's the person whose opinion I really care about at the end of the day. Okay. Now I got to go off topic a little bit about spoiling your man and making him feel special and all this. And this is one thing that uh, it's a huge complaint about men. Um, I I get, oh, my God, daily. There's, I mean, complaints on both gender. But it's like when we compliment our lady – we compliment, oh, you look beautiful, you look hot, you look sexy. And we know women want to hear beautiful. Depends on the mood, you know, sexy and all this beautiful. You look very attractive, gorgeous, and all this stuff. We tell you, and it's what we actually feel and think and believe. And it goes in one year out the other, but someone else gives you a compliment. And then you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, look at all. Oh, my, gee, thank you. And we're like, what the f- Right? It's like, what? You don't pay any attention. It's almost like, oh, you have to tell us because you're our boyfriend, you're our husband. No, it's what we believe. And it's like, why is that that you just suck all the compliments and affirmations from other people and freaking go nuts and spaz out and feel all great? But when we do it, it's like, eh. (laughs) I don't understand. I I guess I'm different in that way where – I mean, okay, if I'm in a bar and a guy wants to buy me a drink, like, even when I'm single, I don't really, I'm, I'm more than likely a lot of times not going to take it because then I feel obligated to sit there and talk to that person. And all they really want to do is hit on you or a guy says, oh, my God, you're gorgeous. Like, yes, of course that's flattering, but uh, the person that I'm in love with, their opinion to me matters over anyone else's. Then that's, you need to teach women to pay attention and to... Well, you know, ooh. women need to actually value their person's ooh. opinion, and that's the difference. Is okay, 
while my my husband or my boyfriend or my man or whatever you want to call it gives compliments all the time and says that I'm gorgeous and this and that but then you know some guy at the gas station hits on me and it's just like ooh, that actually matters it's a stranger like do you have friends that do that that you see that yeah absolutely women friends say yeah yeah absolutely and I'm like why do you feel like and that's one thing that irks it irks me too and it irks a lot of guys you know we could be genuine it's funny if we give you a dig or whatever you'll remember that and pay attention to that (laughs) (laughs) but but when we give you a compliment and it's honest and it's genuine it's not bs and it's not just to get sex you know (laughs) women oh yeah you just want sex no 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 it's what we feel you look beautiful you look whatever and it goes in one ear out the other but if we say a compliment you know what i think that dress looks the other dress looks better, or pants, whatever, look better on you. What, you think I look fat? And it's like, oh, my God, no, that's not what we're saying. Maybe it is. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when someone else, like you mentioned, a, you know, gas station attendant or whatever, you know, flirts with you, pay attention, and you're like, your ego just gets boosted. And we're like, what the hell? You know, I think everybody likes compliments, but I guess – they need to be genuine. I tell people right. all the time. Yeah. They need to be heartfelt. They need to be sincere, and they need to be genuine and not just BS. It's almost like when someone is, they screw up, and they just say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, just <laughs> pacify it. It's not genuine. It's not heartfelt. It's not real. It needs to be real. It needs to be heartfelt. Um, and I think people can pick up on that, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's women's sense of self, self-esteem, whatever, they just, I don't know if they ignore it or it's just inborn or genetically coded that they don't believe it. Well, what, that they're pretty that women? The compliments from their boyfriend or husbands. Well, I, I mean, see, it's hard for me to speak on that because... You're when, not a woman? Uh-oh. Well, no, I am, but you say <laughs> obviously. But, I mean, you say obviously. genetically, like, you know, uh, it's a woman thing. But it's really not because I see guys do that too, you know, where they get attention from other people and it just pumps their ego up. Absolutely. So, I mean, I feel like it's both people. And really, I think it's just up to the individual. I know people who are – you know, the term attention whores and just love attention from everybody. And if they're not getting attention from everybody, they're just not happy with themselves. They don't feel pretty. Like, they really don't have any, like, self-validation. Like, oh, my God, I look amazing today or my hair looks great today. Like, they don't – and I guess that's what kind of pumps up their ego is getting attention from other people. But to me, I just feel like – Getting it from the person that I love and getting those compliments matters so much more to me than getting it from a, a stranger. I think that's awesome, and I think you need to promote that to all women. So, well, yeah, but I'm super flawed, so I mean, that's just like one good quality that I have. <laughs> I mean, I have good qualities, but you know, not like you well, know, that was we all have bad that was your too, so. that was your only good quality, Jessica. But thank you, <laughs> you know, thank you for uh, portraying that and getting that out there. Women do take, you know. Take it that it's genuine. When men, when we compliment you, you know, and it, it's genuine, we sincerely, we mean it. What would it take for you to be appreciative of that and say, you know what, maybe show, oh my God, thank you so much, whatever. And it's not, I don't know if it's because when relationship dynamics, you're together for a while, that you just take it for granted that you, I, I, 
that's what I think. And I, I think men out there too. But like I said, this is about spoiling your man tonight. All right. And if you take it for granted, that's what I, I'm – if you just take it for granted or you think that, you know, we're with you, we have to do this, believe me. And I know women out there in relationships, you know, past relationships, whatever – um, they didn't get complimented enough, and, you know, it's weird when they get it. They're wondering something's wrong. You know, what the hell is going on? Am I being manipulated? Am I being lied to? Am I being... No, it's it's a genuine uh, mutual thing. But you can give us a call at 586-212-4196. With any questions you have, you join us on the live chat. We're live from the podcast, Detroit.com Studios. And we're talking about spoiling your man. What else? We talk about men want what? Sex, food, blowjobs, um, foot yep. rubs, back rubs. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Is that what men want? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's taking blowjob day now, which is, you know. There's, say the what? What? The, what? Ball, the male Valentine's Day now. I got to hear this. It's, it's sweetest day, isn't it? No, 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 no. I thought that I, was sweetest day was the man's version of Valentine's well, Day. Yeah, but then this whole uh, sex and blowjob thing started, which you know, when was that's what I do for a living, and I haven't heard about this. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's a month after Valentine's Day. Are you? I got to write this down. Yeah, and so Valentine's Day is you know the hallmark for women's yes, holiday, right? So guys decided I don't know who started it, where it came from, or maybe this was just your boyfriend. Now. No, no. <laughs> I'm the one that told him about it. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So, and I just know of it from all of my guy friends because I, I do have a lot of male friends. Okay. Um, well, I can imagine that. So. Yeah. So, well, no, they're friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so there's, you know, they're waiting. day now, which is a month after Valentine's Day. And it's actually like really, really, really caught on. I mean, Google it. It's. it's I'll crazy. have to do. God, I must be out of loop or something. This is what I do for. Oh my god. See, I think blowjob day should be like every. Well, it's steak in a blowjob day. So I mean, I don't know what it's what guys. steak in steak a, a blowjob day. Yeah. Could it be a? Well, that well, turkey I don't know would be meat. A squash too, steak, so maybe. I, yeah, I, 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 Squ- don't know, I don't know. Like squash soup in a blowjob. I yeah. don't really know what a vegetarian would do. Yeah. I'm not one. You know. No um, kidding. But yeah, second blowjob day is a male. But now, hold on, like the new See, age male Valentine's Day. And I don't know if I like this because you figure a blowjob only once a year. Well, yeah. No, no. See that that see that might That's give women a, oh I only have to do it once a month. I don't want you to have to do it. I want you to enjoy. Well, then you and have you to love find doing a girl it. That actually enjoys doing it. Damn straight. So or else you're not going to get hot. Like, right. For sake of you need day. to kick her That's to the curb. Where it came from, so. <laughs> you, <laughs> it might be. You might, yeah. You want to kick that lady to the curb? Um, no, I. How biased am I? No, and it's it's funny because if you going back to you know the back rubs, the foot rubs, you know, making your and I mentioned I like a woman, um, you know, laying her head on her chest. Uh, <laughs> laying her head on my chest and just feeling close and all that too. Of course, I love sex, blowjobs, whatever. But it's almost like if if a woman is spoiling your man, okay, and I'm doing it because I feel I have to, that's not spoiling your man. That is telling, that's pathetic. And people have heard me on numerous shows that I say, you never beg for sex. You hear that, guys? Never, ever, ever. You never, why would you want to be with some? 
buddy that doesn't want to be with you. It's pathetic. And that's where you got to have a sense of self. And it's the same thing about spoiling your man. If you're doing it because you feel you have to, a lot of men are going to pick up on that. Hey, don't get me wrong. There's some pathetic guys out there. I don't care as long as I get it. <laughs> Forget that. that that's, that's ridiculous. And I teach men, uh, you know, why would you want that's pathetic? Well, if I get it whenever I can and that's it. Hey, man, you need to man up. You need to gain a little bit of self-respect and integrity and dignity. And, you know, you need to kick that up from the curb. So if you're doing it, oh, I have to spoil him. Oh, that... I have to. Oh, I have to do my wifely duty, my womanly duty. I need to, you know, I need to spoil him. Oh, God, here we go again. Hurry up, get it over with. And I even talk about this in the book, my book coming out, which should be out soon, finally. Oh. It better be. i uh, been busting my ass this weekend on it. But anyways, I'm hoping it'll be out in a week or two. Oh, excellent. I can finally, I said. Get a copy? Oh, hell yeah. Right on. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazon. Dot- no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, might as well start plugging it. Yeah, plugging it. Yeah. But you, um, so I'm hoping it should be out in a week, maybe two at the very most, but it's coming along finally. Uh, I'm busting my tail. But anyways, and I talk about, you know, about this, you know, you don't want someone that's just going to do it because they have to. And there's a difference. And I know Jessica mentioned, you know, you know there's a difference between a blowjob and you know the woman loves it and enjoys pleasing and it's just that's that's a huge turn on if they're just going through the motion with sex blowjob whatever or even a back rub um rubbing your hand okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yep my two minutes are up i can stop now and ugh, that is ee, it's gross it's pathetic and it, we pick up on that and that's not really spoiling your man and i understand you know, there's stuff we don't want to do. I get all that. We're not in the mood. And I'm all about you ladies saying, you know what, I'm not in the mood, whatever. I get that. But when you generally enjoy doing it, you generally enjoy spoiling us, pleasing us. Oh, my God. It is going to be flipped around. It's going to come back on you in a positive manner big time. When you enjoy stuff, you enjoy spoiling your man and making him feel special the rewards will come back to you. It's when you both don't feel connected. You don't feel spoiled by each other. Then it's like, screw that. I'm not going to spoil her. Why would I make her feel good when she could care less about me? And it gets into a tit for tat and a separation big time. And you need to center on, okay, I want to make my man feel special. This is number one. And if you don't, heek. Maybe you're in the wrong relationship or maybe your man's in the wrong relationship uh, and needs to either get help, work on that, or maybe you need to look at, gee, boy, <laughs> looking elsewhere. And I'm not talking about an affair or anything like that. Um, I'm talking about being happier and you want to be with someone that enjoys making you feel special and spoiled and pleased big time, okay? Uh, you ready for a breather? Sure, yeah. Absolutely. I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is uh, Greg Dzinski. And the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from podcastdetroit.com. We'll be back in a few moments, and I'll give you the cell phone or the number to call in live and join us in live chat after the break. Thanks again. We'll be back shortly.
Come on. Hey, welcome back to the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from podcastdetroit.com. I want to give another shout out to The Rack Show uh, for giving them a big thanks for plugging this show. They were on right before me. Make sure you check them out. Uh, the Rack Show on Facebook, uh, Twitter, I think they're all, YouTube, they're all over the place. You can also check out uh, The Boss Man's uh, show <laughs> Dave and Bob's show, IT in the D, on Monday nights at 9 o'clock right here at podcastdetroit.com. And we are talking about spoiling your man. What's it take? Uh, what do you do to spoil your man? Again, it's very subjective, but you need what you might think he needs, what he wants, might not be what he wants and needs. You know what? Men don't like this. Men don't like this. Get away from the stereotypical BS 
the stereotypical lingo that you think, you know, all men don't like this. They don't like that. There are some men that, you know, they like getting flowers, believe it or not. No, that does not mean they are gay. (laughs) They, you know, they might like getting flowers sent to them at work. They, uh, you know, whatever. They like that. Or, you know, maybe they have those, what, candy bouquets or maybe he likes fruit, whatever. You need to find specifically what your man likes to feel special, to feel important, and to feel valued. You know what? Are you you know, maybe overpowering him or trying to overpower his authority, even as a father, you know, if you have kids together, are you sort of throwing that out that, you know what, they're my kids and you're sort of pushing him out of the way and he's going to feel ignored. He's going to feel, like I said, not included and not that special of an entity, not only as a parent, as a father, as a family member, but also as your partner and as a lover, he's going to feel sort of belittled and left out. So you need to pay attention. That doesn't mean, you know, he makes the rules. It's you making the rules together. But you better include each other in decision-making when it comes to, um, you know, those elements about parenting and all that stuff. I'm the mother. I think I know what's best for the kids and all this stuff. And if you have that attitude, um, I mean, you can have that attitude with your own mother, with your own parents, friends, whatever. They are your kids, but they're also his kids, too. So you need to be aware. Um, you need to be aware and look at, you know, what specific elements does your man need to feel special and feel loved and adored and appreciated? We talked about, you know, back rubs, foot rubs, maybe shoulders being rubbed. Maybe there's some guys that love to have their their head petted, not like a dog, you know, but, you know, sort of crossed and petted and almost, you know, cared for. We almost, it's weird, we almost melt. And I've had a couple uh, clients this uh, last week, actually, that said, oh, my God, I love when she rumped, you know, sort of plays with my hair. Or, uh, I said, you're a dick. Why? Because he has hair and I don't. So, but, you know, we might like our – I'm teasing. I'm okay being bald. That's cool. I still got game. Anyways, what would you say about me being – no, not humble. What would you say? I can't. Oh, oh, modesty. Modesty. There modest. we go. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> – oh, boy. I'm a smart ass, but I also – I, I am moda, modest. I am humble, but I – oh, there goes my screen. Sorry. But I do have a little bit of game going on. But anyways, <laughs> we need to look at, you know, find out what your man – likes and you might not you know if emotionally too you know are you there emotionally supportive for your man too or is it all about you if he has a problem at work or I know you do too you know he has a tough day or bad day maybe going through some shit do you ask him about you know what was going on you okay do you notice you know the little body languages the facial expressions in him that, you know, you pick up on. And I know women, you are you are pros typically at this. You know, you're pros with your friends, with your, your mother, your, with your kids, with your best friend. You are pros at picking up these little slight subtleties. But with a lot of men, I hear that they get ignored. They don't pay attention. It's like we get ignored. She can't tell I'm upset, I'm mad, I'm whatever. And, you know, maybe it's women's belief again that oh men they don't want to open up they don't want to be expressive emotionally if something's bugging them 
a lot of guys, yeah, it is true. They have a hard time. They don't want to be vulnerable. But what are you doing to notice and trying to help him be vulnerable with you? And that's going to make him feel more connected, more special. You know what? She gets it. She understands me just like you want from him. But like I said, that's going to be on another show about spoiling you ladies and trying to help guys understand and get you. And that's actually going to be in the last part of uh, the book that's coming out about the soulful connection, about trying to read each other, um, you know, trying to emotionally and, you know, physically read each other, body language, facial expressions and emotions and what they need. And they might not be, you might think, you know, your man, you know, he gets mad, whatever, okay? Does he need space to chill out and just calm down? Or, you know, does he need a hug? And these are things that you can ask. You can, you know, pick up on him. Maybe men, you look at, you know, if he's mad, whatever, can you ask him, Hon, are you okay? What's, you know, what are you mad about? I'm mad because you never pay attention to me. You don't do what I say. Oh, wait. No, that one slipped. No, <laughs> you don't do what I say. No, it's about mutual respect. I'm being a smart ass again. You know, it's about, you know, what are you doing? To, you know, does he feel respected? Do you ever ask him, you know, what you need to feel loved and special and appreciated? Or are you just assuming, oh, he's a guy, he's simple, right? Just wants food. If I give him sex, you know, once a week, he's fine, right? He might complain. It's like once a week. Damn. Damn. Once a week? Not a whole lot of love going on there. <laughs> oh, you agree with that? Yeah. 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 I, I know. I'm tired. We have the kids. What else? How are you making him feel special? And once a week, along with the once a year blowjob that Jessica promotes. So. <laughs> I think it should be more than once a year, obviously. <laughs> okay, twice a year. So, oh, no, no, no. So you're looking. You just lo- that one day is just I know. What, what, you say it's a month, so it's what, March 14th? If Valentine's uh, yeah. Day is February 14th, she's going to Google this, and we got to, she's going to Google this, and we need to look at, um, yeah. Steak and, <laughs> even, a, steak and a blowjob day, yeah. Steak and a blowjob day, it's called, huh? Okay, even Rhonda said, who would have thought otherwise? Never heard of that, of a special day for that. And Rhonda, I agree there should be every day for that, right? Um, and we'll get into women about being uh, orally pleased. And actually, that's what I was writing about uh, today, if, uh, getting closer to the end of the book, was about actually on being orally pleased, and I need to finish that up. Um, but you look at, you need, I sound like a broken record, but I can't tell you how important it is. You need to ask him what he needs. Do you ever do check-ins? Hon, do you feel, you know, taken for granted? Do you feel loved? Do you feel special? Do you feel like I love you, like I, I want you, like I crave? Or is it all about me? Is it always about me, um, you know, me speaking from a woman's perspective? Oh my God! I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, there's actually what know, there are websites. It's in the Urban Dictionary, uh, but it's www.officialsteakandblowjobday.com. Oh, hilarious! No I, joke. So, and it, yes, it March, March 14th. Yeah, I thought it was exactly a month after Valentine's Day. God, she's so, not bad, is she? Yeah, no, not at all. So, I mean, you know, whoever her boyfriend is, he's pretty happy on March 14th. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter. You know, if the lady could be very hot but what if she doesn't want sex doesn't want to get blowjobs it's sort of like ew you know i'm okay just get it over with 
and we can have sex once a month and hurry up and get it over with. What's the point then? It doesn't matter how hot they are, right? Well, yeah, and I'm I sorry, agree. But eventually you're going to get left or and or I agree. On. I mean, Ashley yeah. Madison was a huge, huge thing. Still Ooh. is a huge, huge thing. Yes, it is. And there are preachers and all kinds of other people on them. And I would imagine not yes. all of those guys Freaks. are complete, you know, uh, just man whores that can't, you know, stick with one woman. A lot of guys don't get enough attention from their wives. Correct. When that happens, that's when... Oh, my God, do you want sex again? We just had it two months ago. Right, <laughs> you're supposed to enjoy it. It's not supposed to be a chore, you know? No, it's supposed... And I you mean, want to be pleased. Yeah, well, I understand yeah, it being a chore then. Or <clears throat> hungover. Um, yeah, that's no. <laughs> too, like, you know... Isn't that a cure for a hangover? No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I might puke. Too no. much, yeah, too much motion. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I'll just be gentle. No, you yeah. look at <laughs> you look at the elements. Uh, you give us a call here five eight six two one two four one nine six. Start of relationships radio show here at podcastdetroit.com. Um, you look at you know those elements. Ask, speak again. Um, Ask him. Don't assume what he needs. Or if you don't ask, he and he's not getting his needs met. A lot of guys, and I try to teach men. Um, I'll have to maybe get a man's conference going to or a workshop too. Men need to express what they need. Don't take it out in anger. A lot of men might distance themselves instead of speak up. Remember, most men, and I know I'm contradicting myself about stereotypes, but a lot of men. You know, they don't want, believe it or not, confrontation. They don't want arguments. And all of a sudden, if I bring this up, oh, my God, it's going to start an argument, and I don't even want to. So they suck it in, and I highly advocate men speaking from the heart and telling me, you know what, hon, I don't feel loved. I don't feel desired or craved. Instead, what do men do? They might either back away, don't say anything, or they turn into assholes or dicks. Mm-hmm. And you, if they turn into an asshole, I don't want any woman shouldn't, tolerate that whatsoever i don't want you to be disrespected either but try to find out what actually is going on underneath of it you know what's going on talk to me don't yell at me whatever talk to me and chances are they might not feel loved appreciated you know or you know maybe respected or freaking that you get turned on by them (laughs) so it's not that simple but you need to ask ask them just by asking is going to show him that you care, that you're trying to pay attention to him, and it's going to make him feel special. Now, if you ask him and he tells you, and you're like, oh, sucks to be you, but I'm okay, um, you're asking because you care and you want to do something about that. You want to make him feel very special, very you know, appreciated, just like you want that from him. And, again, we're going to cover that on an upcoming show, probably next show. Um I got to quit saying um. Anyways, you look I at. Don't I usually don't. I get that when I get tired. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is it March 14th yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the steak. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not fussy. I don't need the steak. You can go ahead and just give me a, the the blowjob. I'd be happy <laughs> with that. Now, now I know women are going to turn this around. Oh, great! I only have to do it once a year, and I'm cool with that. So, no, I don't want... Well, if that's the case, then maybe they yeah. should only expect roses once a year, you know? Because that's what Valentine's Day is, roses and all right. that stuff. Right, that's all, right? Dinner. Roses, candy, so love notes, and a nice card. that guy is only supposed to do that once a year, right? you know? And I've 
bought my boyfriend roses before. You Damn. Know? Just uh, no. We need I, to get married. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the I'm not the best girlfriend on the planet. Obviously. I know. I, I heard. I, I heard. <laughs> I heard. But there are good, you know, good things, and you know, figure <laughs> out how to do that for you. Like that doesn't mean you have to buy your True. roses. You could buy him anything he really likes. Absolutely. Anything he really likes is just showing that you actually care. <laughs> Rhonda, toss salad with it. Oh, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda, you are. A freak. You and Lee, you know what? You got, I know I I got a message from Lisa. I don't think she's going to be on here with us tonight, Rhonda. But we might. I might have to. I know Lisa and I talked about doing a uh, woman's conference about how, basically part of this, how to spoil your man, how to be more maybe sexually assertive and, you know, spoiling your man in all sorts of ways. And we need to have, <laughs> we might have to do, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but you know me, Rhonda being a smart ass. We might have, a, have to have a threesome and do this conference <laughs> uh, with me, uh, you, and Lisa, um, you know, about getting all the insights she has about spoiling her uh, hubby. Um, we need to, we might have to do that. And, oh, you would love it. Good. You wouldn't be too shy with that, Rhonda? No, 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 no. I'm not offering that. <laughs> I'm not offering the threesome. I told yeah, you, yeah, t- told you in human sexuality too, Rhonda. It's weird. I'm a guy and I'm not in the threesomes. Believe it or not, I'm just one-on-one. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. I'm sorry. I disappointed no, no, you. No, I just I'm disappointed. Surprised. Yeah, I, I got... I, just about every guy's yeah. ultimate fantasy. I know. It, I got offered like five of them at least. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you were just like, no, I don't. I turn, I'm sorry, I'm not into that. And guys are wondering if I'm if gay, if I'm whacked. I, no. no. I'm more, I'm more, and what I do and everything, you think I'd be all freaky and all this shit. Um, no, I turned them down because I'm more one-on-one. It's weird. Huh. You know what the real truth is? I It's my ego. I don't think I could hang. So, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the truth comes out. No, no. I did turn them. Yeah, I don't share either, Rhonda. It's, it's weird. I'm more one-on-one, and that's... That's just me. It's weird. Yeah. A lot of guys and women think I'm full of shit, and I'm just saying that. No, I'm not. I'm being very sincere. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. I'm more one-on-one. No, Go figure, understand. right? God, I'm fucked up. Oh, no, I'm not supposed no. to say the F word. I, no. <laughs> I, I have a guy friend that is 100%, 100% straight, always dates nothing but absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous chicks. And um, he is not turned on by like lesbian stuff like it grosses him out well i didn't say that well yeah, no <laughs> no i know i know so bad because no. he's 100 percent straight and oh i uh, am too just, yeah it's not a turn on for him at all no it's for me either it's like yeah whatever um but yeah i'm more one-on-one anyways how do we get on this damn subject anyways about blowjobs Staking a blowjob day, March 14th. Write it in your calendars right now, people. Ladies, make him feel special. And if he's a vegetarian, like I said, you can skip the damn steak and just give me uh, the blowjob. And as Rhonda said, you can throw in a tossed salad too. (laughs) (laughs) Rhonda, you sicko. I love it. Anyways, um, ask your man. Don't take it for granted. You know, if you don't ask, men... Unfortunately, like I said, I try to teach men to voice their concerns, voice what they want. Um, and, you know, don't be disrespectful. Don't, you know, oh, yeah, give me a blowjob. <laughs> no, you say, please give me a blowjob. No, no, <laughs> no. You, guys need to be 
you know, respectful and everything. Speak from the heart. Don't speak. Don't be an ass. But, you know, tell what you need, what you're not feeling, how you want to feel special, and what, you know, specifically a woman can do to make you feel special. And ladies, please listen up. Don't take that for granted. Not at all. Not whatsoever. Okay. One aspect I talk about, now we're going to switch gears and talk about um, one thing about helping men out too is, you know, men as far as taking a very passive role within the family dynamics. And I wrote a whole freaking list and I don't know why because I never go by a script. Um, And this has to do with, I I hear a lot of complaints about not only, um, you know, men, and you heard me say about decision-making power, you know, a lot of men don't take initiative with decision-making. And this is one thing with me too. I think, like I said, because of what I do dealing with everybody's problems on a daily basis where I just want to, you know, shut down. I don't even want to think. I don't want to, you know, I just want to chill out and not make any decisions whatsoever. And we all get like that. It's not just guys. Women, you know, women work too and, you know, raise kids. It's it's a lot. It's stressful on everybody. But men need to take decision-making powers and be assertive, maybe being the father figure in a role. And I get a lot of women, they'll say, oh, my God, they're not actively involved. And they're not saying playing with the kids or anything like that. They mean like the the guys don't seem actively involved in the family or in the relationship that much at all. They're sort of very passive when, you know, they come home from work and they're on the computer watching TV. They're not actively engaged or conversing with their girlfriends or wives. And men need to sort of take the lead in this too and make their woman feel important. And, you know, what do you do to be less passive, to be more active. And what I mean by active is, you know, asking your girlfriend or wife, ask her questions, you know, how her day was, what's going on with her, and being more engaged emotionally and taking initiative and being more empathetic and understanding to your girlfriend or wife's needs, okay? And a lot of guys, you need to not be afraid to shake it up, to rock the boat, Uh, Big time. And I hit on this um, on numerous shows and with clients often, a lot often, where guys, oh, my God, I can't bring this up because she'll flip shit. She'll, you know, she'll she'll get all upset. She'll get mad. She'll get pissed off. Or she'll start crying and be hurt. And it's like, so I don't do anything. And the guys need to learn maybe how to approach it differently and women, you need to look at that men are talking to you because they care. They want changes. They want to feel involved. They want to feel, you know, appreciated like their decision-making matters to you, you know, in raising the kids and maybe financial decisions, household decisions, family matters. It's important to us. And, men, you need to approach this from, you know, maybe, like I said, I always throw this out there from your heart, from more of concern that you want to be, that it's important to you to be instead of coming from anger in those dynamics, okay? Men, don't be afraid to rock the boat. Don't be afraid to piss your wife or girlfriend off. That doesn't mean you want to, but you need to say, you know what, I don't like this. I don't like the situation. I want. I think we need to do this and do, you know, do this. And women, believe it or not, no matter if they like it or you piss them off 
unintentionally, of course, that they will feel more respect for you, that you are speaking your mind. You are not afraid to offer your opinion. Now, we all know guys, control freak guys out there that, you know what, whatever their opinion, that's truth, that's the Bible, that's, oh my God, that's the law. Screw that. That isn't what I'm talking about. And I think women bash that. It's about being an active partner in a relationship that you care what your wife or girlfriend is going through, that she feels loved, appreciated. If she needs help with anything too, don't just take a back seat to life going on. Be an active role in life and in your relationship. Find out these dynamics and what, you know, maybe what she needs to be pleased sexually, emotionally, right? Don't assume and don't just sort of, yeah, I don't want to rock the boat because that means I might have to do something. That's going to, if by not taking an active role, your girlfriend or wife is going to feel not important. She's not going to feel special either. And I just, you know, the segment, first half of the show was all centered on, um, you know, making the man feel special, okay? But you can take the lead. You need to be authentic. Don't be fake and don't be like a robot big time. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. What's going on? If you don't like something, say it. If you like something, express it, okay? Be passionate. Be involved in your relationship. Be involved as a father in your child's um, well-being and their upbringing, right? Just don't let... Ooh, that's right. Okay, I'm listening or listening around. I'm watching Rhonda on chat. You can join us on live chat at our Art of Relationships radio show on... Um, the show's own app on mobile devices for Apple and Android. Um, you can also on Spreaker's free app as well. That's right. If you don't speak up, how are we going to know? It's all on how you say it. Speak the truth in love. I agree. And um, Melissa, welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Nice to see you on the live chat as usual. Um, and exactly, right. I agree. So, man... You need to play more of an active role. And I, there's a difference between, like I said, playing an active role and voicing your concern and opinion and you being an a-hole or being a control freak, and it's all about you. Control freaks, they don't listen, right? Control freaks only want it their way. That's not what I'm talking about. It is about a mutual agreement. It's about mutual sharing, and you're giving your opinion, your insights, your ideas, about how things maybe should go, what you like, what you don't like. That is being active. Control freaks don't listen to their partners. And control freaks, they're both genders, right? We all know control freaks can be women or men. That doesn't matter. It's an individual thing. It's not a gender issue. That being a control freak, you don't want that. That's not what I'm talking about. I think a lot of – I want to make sure – a lot of men and women listening to the show now are not, you know, miscon, you know, misconstriving that aspect and not, you know, misinterpreting what I'm talking about when men take a, uh, you know, more active, assertive role in the relationship. It doesn't mean controlling things. It talks about, you know, a partnership. Would you talk to a best friend, you know, one of your best friends about ideas, insights? Would you tell him what you like, what you don't like? It's no different in your relationship and with your, you know, with your wife or girlfriend, and that's supposed to be the most important person in your life at that time. 
Um, right? It's maybe what brought ki- the kids into the world, too, is you two together. It's, you know, all the attention shouldn't go to the kids, but it's about you two and what you think. Don't just take a back seat in ladies. If the guy tries to be assertive and, you know, integrate himself and be an active part of the relationship, don't shut him out. Do not shut him down, okay? Because it's very difficult when your man feels left out and not like his opinions and decision-making aren't important. He will shut down, and it's going to be very, very difficult to get him to re-open up and re-engage into the relationship, whatever. And then you're going to say, oh, then you're going to start complaining uh, the opposite way. Well, you're not involved. You're not this. You don't give your opinion. You don't, well, I tried that before, and it didn't work because you didn't care to hear it. You ladies, I want you to listen up. I want you to pay attention and that it matters. I'm not saying you have to agree with it, not at all, but at least by the man playing the active role and being assertive in the relationship, it means he cares. He gives a shit about what's going on in his life and in the life of the relationship, what's going on, you know, relationship or marriage and the life of the kids. It's not about controlling those aspects. If he or she is a control freak, then you might want to dismiss their ass. How professional is that? But you bully. <laughs> I'm blunt. Um, I'm going to probably speak the truth. Like I said, I'm all about saving and trying to, you know, mend relationships as far as possible. But not all of them should be saved or can be saved. Uh, not at all. And that's, you know, like I said, what controlling and definitely abusive relationships. And maybe you two just don't gel. And you just you just don't jive together, okay? But like I said, that's not professionals' opinions. That's not your relatives, your friends' opinions. It's all up to you. Uh, that has to be an individual and also a relationship decision. Nobody else's, okay? What else do men? Do you have a problem with uh, any men? All your men in your life, just that uh, <laughs> uh, have a hard time being assertive, or do you think they're more controlling? I mean, I have in the past, but, you know, who I date currently, actually, no, he's assertive. He tells me what he wants. He's straight to the point. Um, But do you get offended by that? um, Or do you respect that? No, I actually appreciate it because at least I know what's going on, you know. That's cool. As opposed to... You know he, but he's not controlling either. So that's good. He's, I'm a I'm a hard person to be with because I'm just I'm very free spirited. Well, that. you're so. you're a woman too, so that just says it all. Yeah, we're complicated creatures. Oh God. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he is very assertive, and I do. I do appreciate that he's a very strong person, but he's not a jerk. He, yeah, he's not control you know? a control freak or not a jerk right. or an a hole about like it. It's not like he walks in the room and he's like, "Hey, blow me!" Like that's never happened ever. And if you mean did, that doesn't work? Yeah, no, not so much. <laughs> Damn, son of a bitch! You're like that's what I've been doing wrong. Oh man, <laughs> that but. only works on March 14th. No. <laughs> Staking a blowjob day. It, it, God, I learned something. I learned, believe me, I'm a, 
How do you be assertive and not controlling? Melissa, great question. A lot of it is being assertive is voicing about what you like, you know, what you don't like and what you want in a relationship um, is huge. That's being assertive and speaking what you want. However, being assertive is also about, like I mentioned, it's about listening to your partner. You also want to hear what your partner has to say. You also want to hear their opinions. You want to hear their insights, right? It's not that you're going to agree on everything, but controlling aspect is you trying to make every decision. You're trying to manipulate that person into decisions you want, and you're not really paying attention. Or it's almost like you don't give a shit, excuse my language, since when does that matter, that you being controlling is like you don't care what your partner's opinions or insights or feelings are. They're all what you want. That's the huge difference about being assertive. Assertive is, you know, caring about your partner too. You voice your concerns, your opinions, but you also want to hear your partner's. And that is taken, and it's also being, you know, assertive by saying, you know, you notice they're in a bad mood, they're upset, they're whatever, or maybe they're ecstatic, they're overly excited, and you're not used to that. Being assertive is asking, hey, what's going on, man? You look all geeked up, you look all excited, or, you know, you look bummed out. What's happening? That has taken an active, assertive role in a relationship, or a control person might come up to, oh, my God, you're in a bad mood again, oh, you know, whatever. Um, get out of it, shake it off. You know, they're not really caring or empathizing with you. And it's all about them. It could be, you know, controlling about, oh boy, buying a house, certain cars, where you're going to live. It's all about them. They don't care. You know what? We're going to live in this neighborhood. We're going to buy this sort of house. And I don't care what you have to say. They might not say that, but they're going to act it and they're going to try to manipulate you into what they want. And controlling people, they can be the typical a-holes, you know, bossy, all those. But you also have to remember controlling people can be sort of maybe softer spoken and they can be manipulative too. So you need to play or play, you know, pay attention to that aspect too because controlling aspects, everyone assumes, you know, they're the bossy, they're this, they're loud, obnoxious. But there's controlling people out there that are also very manipulative. And controlling people get you to feel a certain way, um, make you, you know, they'll suck you in emotionally to care and all this stuff. And it's just to manipulate you to get your way. And those people, unless you know what you're dealing with, I mean, you could be sucked in. I'm almost trying to, a, a great how many people have out there, and I don't want to plug it, but uh, Sons of Anarchy, like Gemma, she can make you sort of believe, you know, she's a great person, all this, and she's an evil freaking, oh, my God, evil, heartless, whatever. And, you know, that's what I'm talking about, you know, controlling, but she does it in a manipulating way, and if she don't get her way, she turns into a total bitch. Yeah. Controlling evil, and it's all about her. That's, you know, that's sort of what I'm talking about. So you can be sort of, you know, controlling in a more manipulative, softer approach, if you will, and those, you know, the bossy, arrogant, you know, loud, obnoxious types too. So there is a huge difference. Who's a narcissistic pig? Rhonda, you're not calling me a narcissistic pig, right? Narcissistic, but just not a pig. 
All about them. Yep, narcissistic pig. Where'd you get that? Oh, I know, Rhonda. You're talking about your, if I remember correctly, you're talking about one of your exes um, from a while ago, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think you mentioned, yeah, oh, how'd I know that, Rhonda? You just typed my ex, see? Ha! <laughs> what a memory, huh? I got lucky. Um, yeah, it's all about them. So you got to be, there's a difference. That was a great question, Melissa, about, you know, assertive versus the controlling elements, um, how do you tell the difference? And, you know, how do you – usually controlling people aren't going to ask, you know what, am I controlling? <laughs> Typically, they're, they're not going to ask that, right, because they're not going to want to hear the answer. Or maybe, you know, the manipulating ones, do you think I'm controlling? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, you're sort of controlling, manipulating. Oh, you know what, uh, fuck you. Oh, excuse my <laughs> F-bombs. Dave will have to cut that, you know, where they'll turn it all around on you. And, you know, they don't want to hear it. They're acting like they care and they want, but really they don't. They're just trying to get you sucked in emotionally that they care, and they really don't. And that's what those people are very, very difficult to sort of weed through and to try to understand. Um, And that's where your gut instinct needs to come in, that something is – you know what, something's just not right, something's not jiving, and you need to sort of step back and sort of reassess that situation and look at, you know what, why Why is this, you know, man, I just, something ain't right. And you might want to look at that and pay attention to it uh, briefly, okay? Whew. I need a drink, not just water. No. <laughs> <laughs> in the other room you let me go grab no i already had i had a a beer earlier i gotta drive home anyways no since when does that matter no you look at the (laughs) dynamics are you controlling um you know i actually i think i might be a little bit you said you're free spirited you said you're free spirited yeah i think maybe i'm just a little self-absorbed does free spirited means i'm gonna do whatever the hell i want and screw you um, <laughs> I always see her. I mean, honestly, I'm free spirited. Uh, no, but sometimes to a certain extent, yeah, because I don't see something wrong. If I don't see what's wrong with something, then it's hard, even after sitting back and looking at it, it's hard for me to understand the other person's perspective. So then I'm just like, all right, well, you must be being ridiculous. But now I'm starting to realize after just listening to that that I, I might just be a little bit controlling. <laughs> yeah, you just described a woman perfectly, Jessica. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm teasing. Ron and Melissa don't yeah, – well, actually, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you look at, you know, look at dynamics. And I think, you know, being assertive is more, you know, you're also able to look at yourself and look at what you do. You're taking, um, you know, you're taking initiative. You're taking not only an active role in your relationship, or marriage, you know, or, you know, as a parent, but you're also taking being assertive with yourself and being able to look at yourself. What am I doing? Am I, you know, am I always worried about me being loved, appreciated, whatever, but how does my partner feel? How does she feel or he feel in that matter? You know, do they feel loved, appreciated, whatever? I want to look at myself and look at, yeah, I'm not perfect. Okay. Write that down, Jessica. <laughs> um, <laughs> I admitted that, <laughs> and it was genuine. I'm not here. Yeah, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm very human. 
and we look at the elements to where, you know, I want to look at what I'm doing and what my role is too. And I think that's a big thing, a big difference between being assertive and being controlling. Um, controlling people usually, uh, they don't really get you. They don't, do I want to go out on a limb and say they don't really care? Controlling people tend to only care when you leave their ass. They only try to pretend to care when you want out, when you want done, when you're leaving them. And then they're the ones almost coming back and saying, oh, oh, please, please, please. They're going to manipulate you and guilt trip you into staying into, you know, going back. Mm-hmm. And then you look at, where was this before? And then the hard thing is because you look at that, say, oh, my God, they finally, finally, they've been giving me all I want. I've been waiting for this for years, for whatever, months, and oh my God, they finally get it. And then you go back and guess what? <laughs> they return and end up being the same way again. And then you're like, I'm a dumbass. Well, by rights, yes, you are. So you need to look at, and I'm all about, um, you know, people growing and changing and evolving. I, you know, passionate about helping people. I know people grow and evolve. I have, I'm, but you have to be aware of it and you have to want to. And if you don't know how, you know, get help, get insights about doing that. That's what I mean about men playing more of a assertive or active role in their lives. Not, you know, it's funny. They might be go after promotions. They might go after, you know, different jobs and all this stuff. You know, that's one element. But it seems like they take, you know, a lot of guys might be more passive in their relationships. And I hear women, oh, my God, I'm the one that's always planning trips. I'm the one that's always making plans. I'm the one that's always getting sitters for the kids. I'm the one, well, that's your job, women. No, I'm teasing. I know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> teasing. Rhonda, you just said I'm right. Oh, wait, that was a comment way back. Again. I'm teasing. Yeah. Woman, that's your job. No, <laughs> But you look at, and maybe, you know, men, Maybe you need to get tickets to whatever uh, concert. You maybe you need to plan a night getaway or where you're going to eat. That has taken assertiveness that you care and you want to you want to sort of spoil or emotionally, you know, sort of have your partner relax too. That is one thing I hear from a lot of women that, um, oh my God, I'm if if. We wouldn't do anything if I didn't make the plans. There's guys that do that too, but I hear, I do hear that a lot, mostly from women. And I don't know if uh, men are, that's part of being, you know, taking their partners for granted and they assume that their wives or girlfriends are, they're not busy. Um, They're this, they got more time, whatever. And that's sort of selfish. And that's where you need to be taking an active role. And I think the other aspect I see with men, being afraid to make decisions, um, they don't want to make the wrong decision or end up disappointing or um, be belittled or get their girlfriend and wife pissed off at them. Yeah, see, you made this decision. How'd that work out? <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Hey, at least I tried. I don't give a shit. It didn't work out. It sucked, you know, and the guys are, screw that. I'm, I knew I shouldn't have made a decision. Do you? Who makes the decisions in your, well? We both do. Good. We both do. That's awesome. Chris decides when he's going to go do something. I decide, <laughs> I decide when I'm going to go do something, you know, and as long as that's respectful toward the other person, uh, you know, then it's fine. Oops. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he decides, I like how you say he decides he's going to do it and that's that. 
I just listen. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I decide I'm doing stuff, too. So. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I heard. I Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's what, you know, guys, take it, – it's funny how many women um, – you look at, you know, movies, TV shows, whatever. It's funny how many women get sucked into these shows. The guy could be an a-hole, whatever, but he sort of takes an active role – in his life, he he takes, you know, the Fifty Shades. He goes, I'm taking you, you know, whatever, away in a jet. I'm doing this. I'm do- Not that, you know, we don't have a lot of money or whatever. But even if you, you know, say, hey, why don't we take a drive in a car? Why don't we um, take a walk? Well, you know, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You know, we could just talk. Why don't you take the initiative, make a decision, and take that assertive and active role Reality shows, oh God, Melissa. Don't even get me. You need help, Melissa. Reality shows. Now you're gonna tell me about freaking uh house sluts of Atlanta and house horrors of LA or Beverly Hills or oh wait, how derogatory, right? I don't watch that stuff. No, good. See? God. He needs to marry you. Anyway. No. <laughs> Well, I don't know yet if you're that much of a pain in the ass. I maybe. am a huge pain in the butt. Well, huge. at least you admit it. No, I'm so bad with decision-making. Melissa, I think uh, a lot of people are there, especially with decision-making. I think it's part of – I think it has to do with confidence, to be honest with you. Part of it is, you know, we're stressed. We don't want to make a decision. And the other part is I think most people that don't want to make decisions in their relationship – or marriage, I think it's confidence. They're afraid that they don't want to make the wrong one or make a mistake, whatever. So what happens is it's easier to put that responsibility on your partner. And that's not fair. What would it take, you know, if you make a decision and it just didn't work out, and if you're with somebody that always throws that in your face or bashes you for decisions that didn't work out, you know, you okay, you want to go to this restaurant, and all of a sudden, your girlfriend or wife's food sucked. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, nice choice. <laughs> You're like, like that's my fault, you know? And that's where you, where you be assertive, hon. You know, that's not my fault. Your food sucked. You know what? Um, and that's where women need to understand, too, that, you know, a lot of things with decision-making, it might not be his fault. And we're afraid we're going to get bashed. We're going to, oh, my God, I hope this works out. I hope this works out because, oh, my God, I'm going to hear about it, right? Why do women do that? Because we, like, I don't know. We nag. We nag. You hear that, ladies? This is speaking from another woman on here. I do. I catch myself. And it drives me nuts because my mom does it. And everybody never wants to Oh, yeah, blame your mom. mom. Blame your mom. Well, no, but I just realized, like, it's a girl thing, but then again, guys nag too. So yes, they do. I mean, it's it's both. It is both, and you need to look at what's going on. You know, at least they made a decision, and you look at the intent. You know, ladies, if the guy is being assertive, making a decision, looking at the intent that maybe he wants to, he's not controlling. We talked about that. I'm not going back into the difference between assertive and controlling, but maybe he's trying to make a decision to make you happy, to please you. That's his intent. It isn't to piss you off. It isn't to um, annoy you. It isn't, you know, whatever the situation. Now, if he is making a decision that, okay, I'm making a decision, you're giving me a blowjob right now, um, does that work? 
No. Damn. No, we sort of want to have to do it, you know, or. Huh? We sort of have to want to do it. I, well, you think? I yeah. agree. Or else it's just going to, like, suck for both people. <laughs> Wrong choice of words, Jessica. Ah, yes, no, no pun. No pun on that one. No. Except for Long March fourteenth, steak and a blowjob. Yeah, but day. that doesn't mean you could just, you know, give a blowjob once a year unless of oh, course, you God, just no. don't want dinner bought for you except for once a year. I'm oh, hold on, hold, hold, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you? Are you? Are, okay. I, okay, I'm glad you followed up with that because it's like. Um, Oh, fine. Is it like a tip for tat then? You buy me flowers, I'll give you a blowjob? You know no, how many couples I hear stupid, about that? Like Valentine's Day is, in my opinion, yeah. a Hallmark holiday. I agree. We all settle or all celebrate it for the most part. Most and if we don't. Do. Yeah, you're probably going to deal with a lot of hell. Yeah. Because, oh, we agree not to get. roses at work and then the girl sitting there not getting yep. roses. And, you know, makes oh, her feel God. crappy. So I agree. And you both agree, oh, we're not going to do anything. Don't get me anything. Ladies, do not ever freaking lie like that because yeah, we, we take you it. literally. We never mean it. Right. We take you literally. You told us what you want. We did it. We follow through and we get slammed for it. Hey, we're listening. We paid attention. Mm-hmm. <sighs> God, women are God. Oh, man. Er. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it even here. <laughs> we keep, Yeah, we got to keep it even, all this stuff. Okay. I'm going to bring up real, but we need to celebrate sweetest day for the man. Oh, you know what, Melissa? I brought that up at the beginning of the show when uh, Jessica mentioned about uh, March 14th. Um, I mentioned about Sweetest Day, I thought was supposed to be for the man, whatever, and I that's another Hallmark holiday um, as well. But I want to get into a lively topic before a couple minutes, and then we're going to sign off maybe in about 10 minutes or so. Um, is that okay with you? It's your show. It's my show. I'm oh, just, God. I'm just hanging out here pushing See, stuff See, now, now she's making me feel like I'm <laughs> bossy. Um, controlling oh jeez. i'm demanding <laughs> not commanding you look at the look at the element i need to bring this up because this was a topic uh we didn't get to last show was about swingers Ooh, and i'm not talking about going on a swing on a playground whatever and all that stuff about people in the lifestyle and about swingers and the concept is you know uh, how many people believe that one person can meet all of your needs. Ooh. Ooh. I can't share, so like um, I totally believe that. But I You mean, can't share or you can share? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I'm not sharing. No, I'm not sharing either. I, yeah, t- I already no, told I'm, you about I'm the threesome situation. Right. Extremely territorial. And I, yes. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm territorial, but he better not be. Is that how you play it? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Greg, why really in the hell did you? What do you want, Melissa? You called my name out. <laughs> but yeah, I I am too. Like I mentioned, I'm not in the threesomes. I've got offered them. I turned them turned them all down. Yes, I'm not lying, ladies and guys. I know you're thinking I'm whack, crazy, whatever. I might be, but I still turned them down. It's just it's not me. Um, I work with a lot of people that are in the lifestyle that are swingers open relationship, bisexual couples, all this aspect. And this was brought up to me um, 
a couple weeks ago, and I promised I would talk about it, you know, that I agree, not everybody, not one person can meet all your needs, you know, emotionally, can they meet all your sexual needs? I'm all about that. You know, the swingers element is, you know what, they like variety, they like the maybe the thrill, the risk. They like different feelings, the rush all this time. But do you, the problems that comes into, we all know, you know, the emotional connections that are, that's usually the number one thing I hear with swingers, that the emotional connection, it's the trust. They're getting more emotionally connected to somebody else. <clears throat> it's really not the physical element. Um, the way it was put to me was, you know, people in the swing, you know, not, it should be okay to realize that not one person can meet all your sexual needs. And my comment is, why not, right? I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, <clears throat> I don't have any complaints at all. So I'd be, but I mean, that's... Does he? <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm teasing. You could, yeah, give him a call. Give him a call. He'd be like, Jessica, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Put him on the spot. Yeah, hell yeah. Melissa, I, I agree. I think most people don't share, but those in the lifestyle, you know, they say they like the variety. They like the thrill of it. They love the dis- different feelings and touches and all this stuff. They, you know, I I get that. And like I said, you know, I'm not, I, I am not promoting swingers or in the lifestyle. I, I don't promote that. I work with it a lot and it's because I'm not into it doesn't mean I can't help people. And I understand, you know, the dynamics and why they're in it. They want the thrill. They want, you know, the variety, if you will. It's like, you know, eating the same food. <laughs> what a choice of words. Um, <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating the same food day in, day out, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you have the same food without the variety. And they like the variety of sex. And they think, you know, sex is healthy. It's something to be enjoyed. And if you can share it with other people, it's not a big deal as long as you maintain the the love and the affection, um, emotional affection that you have with each other. You know, boundaries are in place or should be in place about what you do, whatever. But what if you get attached to the other person besides their spouse. Are you repeating what I just said, Melissa, about usually the trust issues with with um open you know, open marriages or open relationships or swingers is, you know, the main trust aspect is someone's getting emotionally closer to somebody else and, you know, trying to set boundaries in place on what's going on. You know, is it fun? And people, you know, I get to, oh, I, I was a swinger, you know, I was a swinger before, oh, when I was single. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, eh, how can you be a swinger if you're single? You, you can't. I know. I, I'm like. You know. I, I'm like, what? No. You're, you're, to be a swinger. Um, And I know people, you know, that swing or bring, you know, like a poly triad type situation. They bring another person into it that might be single, but swingers are usually a couple that engage, they could engage in orgies. They can engage in swinger parties. They can maybe just swingers, they swing with another couple and that's it. They're exclusive to this other couple. And, you know, would you be able to look at some other guy that just did your wife or girlfriend or another woman just that did your guy? No, I'd probably... I'd, Claws would come out? Yeah, like, I don't even think they would, like, get through it because I may throw her through a window because <laughs> I'm just... 
that's that's mine. It's my my toy. Nobody else can play with it. My toy. I love that. <laughs> that's my toy. And I want, you know, people that are thinking or maybe they're in the, you know, they're involved in the swinging aspect is, uh, you know, give me a call. What your, I want to hear what the pros are. You know, five, eight, six, two, not that you're a pro swinger. I'm talking about the positive aspects of swinging and what, what it entices you. Five, eight, six, two, one, two, four, one, nine, six. And I get, yeah. Uh, Rhonda, you know, I think one person can meet sexual needs. I do not believe in swinging, but that is me. I do not get the concept of getting married and committing to one person and then have sex with other people. Now, what what do you believe about the freaking polyamorous um, situations? One guy was, what is it, five wives? Uh, like, that's... one's bad enough. Why would you want five? No. <laughs> Oops. Well, polyamorous, is that where they have... Multiple, you know, multiple, yeah. Relationships. Yeah, multiple, but that can yeah. Be for women and yes, men, absolutely, so. absolutely. I mean, I I watched what is an HBO special or something on it. I thought it was interesting. I couldn't imagine like sharing my person emotionally with someone else, right? But I mean, everyone's different. So I dated somebody who, you know, years ago that that I mean, he was just he's definitely a, a swinger, so. right? You know, you just can't stay faithful. And uh, I guess if you do it together, some couples I've seen, it it actually builds them up. Yes. But, I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of trust you would have to do or actually have to have to actually make that there, work. There it's got to be astronomical. Absolutely. And open uh, open relationships and also swingers, uh, there you have to be confident as a couple, and you need to be confident as an individual as well. You know, because if you are not confident as an individual and not confident in your relationship it's not going to work it's going to be disastrous and it's going to yeah it's going to destroy big time the relationship the marriage you need to be confident you need to be trusting on an emotional level you know like a a lot of swingers still set boundaries you know we you are not you know we are not going to meet one-on-one with somebody else we are not going to um you know, go somewhere else without the other person to a party and or whatever. They have boundaries in place, and it's about you know sharing and being open. And there's couples I work with, man. I, I the husband gets freaking turned on, and she does too. Uh, you know, whatever she has sex with some other guy, he gets freaking all turned on and all hard hearing about another guy, how much he turned her on and what he did to her and all this stuff. And vice versa, where, you know, the wife would get all excited and, you know, about a woman, you know, tell me what she did, what you liked, what she, and, you know, oh, yeah, was I better, was I, and it's confidence. It's not a comparison. It's about, you know, what would she do that, you know, maybe I could do that you liked, and it's a comparison. It's a thrill and excitement aspect. But like I said, it is, you. the confidence level has to be, legit it needs to be genuine it needs to be pretty high or healthy if you will to be in a swinger situation whatever like i said um i do not advocate that um i do work and have worked with quite a few individuals in that lifestyle but i never promote it i never advocate it um i i tell people you know it's it's about you what you enjoy but i set you know i try to describe you know the consequences of it and also you know the set boundaries that are healthy for the couples in that situation and look at boundaries need to be in place 
And, you know, what works good for you guys? Who, you know, who am I to say don't do it? Is it wrong? Whatever. But you also got to look at the consequences involved with the swinging dynamics. And, you know, swingers, do you set boundaries? Okay, we're going to have sex, but no oral sex, no anal sex. You know, you look at the parameters, and then some couples, oh, that's too limiting. Um, that's why we do it, to explore all this stuff. So it, it's a wild uh, it's a wild <clears throat> ride. <laughs> so if you're thinking about her in that, you know, make sure you set boundaries and you have to have confidence. Like I said, I don't promote it. I am all about, you know, one-on-one dynamics, uh, big time, okay? And when I say one-on-one, I'm not talking about one-on-one with just yourself masturbating either, even though that's not wrong. <laughs> okay, why don't we say peace out? We're, uh, everybody uh, have a good night. Uh, thank you for listening to Art of Relationships Radio Show. Make sure you check out podcastdetroit.com for all the shows, um, all the shows on here, a lot of great people, like I mentioned, a lot of great shows, entertainment, and also some uh, pretty cool advice on tech issues, uh, gaming with the Rack Show. I'm going to give them props and a huge thank you again for uh, calling out the show, uh, giving me props for their uh, Relationships Radio Show as well. So make sure you check them out, okay? Everybody, be safe. Uh, get lots of sleep. And it's Monday tomorrow, people. Sorry to break your hearts. So uh, <laughs> take care, everybody. Thanks for listening and for all the support. Much love. A uh, huge thank you to Jessica for joining me again tonight. I appreciate it. Um, take care. No, thank you. Much love. You bet. Bye-bye. I can't figure out why. The hell I can't say you're the words that I've been thinking.